When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. I am pleased to report that it's coming back around this year. Wisconsin's Rural Partners presenting a virtual Rural Summit. But the nice part about virtual, obviously, you don't have to go anywhere. And the other good part is stretching five weeks in total. Steve Peterson's joining us. Now, last year, you had to pull the plug on the summit, which was kind of disappointing. Give people a little background, Steve, on what the Rural Summit's all about and designed to accomplish. Well, the Rural Summit's been around uh, for about five years where we've had uh, about 100 to 150 people that have attended, and we've kind of moved it around the state. Uh, it was supposed to be in Marshfield in 2020, and then with the COVID uh, pandemic hit, of course, everything shut down. So we ended up having to postpone, hoping that we were going to probably pull off a face-to-face uh, summit again this year. But uh, again, it just was too early to do that. So we uh, created the virtual summit, which is going to be a five-week series. And, and to be honest with you, I think it's uh, made the summit even stronger because of the technology we're able to use. And as you said, they don't have to travel and we can spread this thing out over five weeks. Tell me how you're going to kick it off. Is there a theme? Was there something that you were hoping to touch on this year? Yeah, our theme is basically uh, let's roll up our sleeves and get things done. We're not just going to be talking about programs and spotlighting programs. We're actually going to be hearing from people that have taken it to the next level and have had successes in all these different categories that we've uh, we've featured. And so anybody that goes on these uh, summit sessions, they're not just going to hear about some great ideas and concepts. They're going to be given the tools directly to them that they can hit the ground running and start doing the same thing in their backyard uh, almost immediately. So it's a very hands-on, and uh, uh, let's, let's make it work in your backyard as well. And this is about our rural communities. People think, ah, well, this Pam's talking, it's the farm, so it's agriculture. This is about our rural communities. And, you know, to your point, Steve, maybe their insights as we exit the pandemic are the real lessons learned. Yeah, absolutely, Pam. And I think one thing, you know, we've talked so much about rural communities having to depend on the farmers to keep, uh, to keep, uh, you know, alive. And I think it's now kind of shifted where I think the rural communities also have to step up and they've got to build their quality of life and their services and, and their, uh, uh, community vitality to help the farming community. I, I think it's a give and take on both sides. So, you know, we're really looking uh, hard at these small communities. I mean, 10,000 population or less. So we will be getting up into the, into the larger uh, communities, but we really want to hone in about how can we serve uh, our rural areas, uh, you know, both directions from the farm, but also from the farm to the community as well. I am intrigued, Steve. When I look at your agenda, you have got literally partners from every corner and crevice of the state. How in the world did you manage to learn all these stories to put this kind of agenda together? Well, you know, we do a lot of uh, discussions and, and studying all year long through our organization. I mean, the Wisconsin Rural Partners has been around since uh, 1992, so it's not a, a new uh, organization at all. Uh, and we've always uh, tried to keep up to speed on what are some of the current issues facing, uh, uh, you know, the rural communities. We've got great relationships with the Wisconsin Counties Association, the League of Wisconsin Municipalities, Wisconsin Economic Development Association, WEDC. I mean, the list goes on 
and on. And of course, uh, UW Extension has also been a great, great resource for us as well. But, you know, we, we see what the topics are and it's fairly common across the whole state of Wisconsin. And that's what we want to dwell on. We don't want to just get into certain regions of the state. We want to talk about topics that affect everybody, whether you're in, you know, down in the Lafayette County or you're up in Hurley. Uh, you know, we want to cover everybody's area. And I think we've done a great job with this summit. I would say. Now, give us kind of the theme, if you will. What are you looking at? Uh, on a And like we said, it's stretched out over a couple different weeks. So if uh, something doesn't work on one day, it may for the following. Give us kind of the highlights of each sure. session. Well, we, we're doing it every Wednesday, and it'll be a noon to two. So you can have your lunch while you're sitting in uh, watching uh, the summit, but it'll be a noon to two uh, feature every Wednesday from May 5th through uh, uh, June 2nd. Our first week uh, starts off with think differently about housing. Uh, rural housing is a very critical uh, um, issue uh, in our rural areas. And when we talk about not so much just the workforce housing and the, and the low-income housing, but also remember we've got a lot of boomers that are still living in their small communities that are just not wanting to leave their hometown, and there's just not the assisted or transitional living for them uh, in, their, uh, in their own home communities. And we're trying to find a way that we can transition those boomers uh, into that uh, uh, transitional living by having facilities that are close by their hometown so they can still enjoy the town they've lived in all their life, but then also the amenities of uh, as you age, uh, you can slowly transition through that housing. So we're going to be talking about that and how communities have leveraged uh, uh, along with companies on uh, building those uh, facilities uh, in their communities. And uh, we've got uh, some great uh, resources from uh, tried and true success stories. Uh, and also uh, we've got uh, Wisconsin Housing Economic Development Association along with UW Extension uh, joining us. Uh, and uh, they're going to give us some details exactly what you need to do so you're not just sitting there talking about it. You can actually have some uh, activity and, and move, the, move the needle, so to speak, when it comes to your housing needs. And then uh, the next week is one of our two sessions that we have with Deb Brown. And, and the listeners uh, you have would love Deb Brown. She's got her and her partner uh, and down in Iowa have a company called Save Your Town. And uh, she speaks all over the United States and uh, is very, very well respected. So she's going to be doing two sessions, one on the 12th of May called Becoming an Idea-Friendly Town. And uh, this is where, you know, I'm sure you've sat in and a lot of other people, too. Endless cycles of meetings, meetings, and more meetings, and they never seem to really accomplish anything. She's giving you the insights on how you become an idea-friendly town where you can take the idea. Instead of just talk about it, you can move forward and actually do something about it and, and the methods that you can use to get everybody to join in and, and all go in the same direction. And then on the 26th of uh, May, she's going to her second session, which is called Community Building in Your Small Town. And this is, uh, you know, uh, you know, not every group of people or competing organizations in a community get along, uh, as we all know. And uh, how do you overcome those divisions between people and organizations and, and create a unified sense of community? And she's got some great insight on how you can take those tools that she's going to show you and actually use them in your community to overcome some of those barriers. Uh, then backtracking to May 19th, this is one that's really getting a lot of attention. Broadband in your backyard. Let's make it happen. Uh, as we know, with uh, COVID, broadband's been a very, very big uh, issue because of virtual teaching. And also these rural communities just need to get fiber optic and get a better broadband system in place. So we're, uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of different avenues from uh, the Wisconsin Counties Association uh, with Dale Knapp talking about uh, broadband overall. 
And then we'll have success stories from places like Boulder Junction, Taylor County, Wood County, Kewanee County. These small communities and counties have, have partnered together and have put together some pretty fantastic fiber optic and broadband systems in their backyard. And then we'll have uh, Public Service Commission, along with the Department of Public Instruction, uh, giving us update on their data on how things are moving uh, with the uh, Internet service. Uh, we've got two private Internet providers that are going to give us a wealth of information about how do you work with your local private Internet provider to get the system in place. And then the big part is funding and grant sources. We are not only going to tell you where these grant sources may be, how you could potentially get a local match, and how do you write a good funding application. So we know that session is going to be very big. And then finally, Pam, we've got uh, on June 2nd, uh, this is going to be a, kind of a, a, a recap of our top rural development initiative award winners that uh, Rural Partners has been giving out for, for the last uh, about eight, nine years. We're going to get uh, the winners and updates and where they are now, where they're going in the future. And it's everywhere from uh, early child care and early uh, child education uh, to community vitality to revitalization programs. Uh, Representative Nancy Vandermeer and Representative Dave Armstrong are going to be talking about the Rural Wisconsin Initiative uh, that the legislature has been working on, that they're reviving again now that they're back in session. And then we're also going to hear from Marcy West, who's just been chosen as a new director for the Governor's Blue Ribbon Commission on Rural Prosperity. So another really uh, information-packed uh, uh, segment on, on June 2nd as we wrap things up for our five-week summit. It, you're giving me the sense, Steve, that there is money available for these community projects. I think that's always one of the big question marks when people spark a new idea. It sounds like even in light of the pandemic, maybe more money than ever ready to be channeled in some of these areas. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of uh, organizations, uh, you know, anywhere from the to the regional to the state to the federal level uh, ha- that have really stepped up and have actually added more funding for for some of these areas because of the COVID pandemic and wanting to get rural recovery uh, on its feet uh, quicker than uh, than uh, what we as quick as we'd hope for. So, yeah, there definitely is funding, and like I said, this five week session of sessions is going to be roll up your sleeves. Here's how you can get it done. Don't just sit around and talk about it. We can give you the tools and the insight, and these people will be available as well uh, for follow-ups if people have questions. And one thing, too, Pam, that we're doing is we're recording all these sessions, and we'll be featuring it on our Rural Summit uh, YouTube channel uh, with all the links and the presentation pieces as well after each session is completed. Steve Peterson's along with us with the Wisconsin Rural Partners. Their Rural Summit has gone virtual again this year, but the good news is it's stretched out really across multiple weeks. You can find details at wiruralpartners.org, wiruralpartners.org. And I'm also getting the sense, Steve, that if I'm in a community, if I'm a part of a group that's talking about new ways to put a new look on the community or start reaching out to new businesses, what have you. Maybe I want to get more of my committee members, more of my board members uh, engaged in listening in on these sessions. Absolutely. And we've made it very easy uh, to do that because you can get all five weeks of sessions uh, for $60 uh, uh, or you can pick and choose your sessions uh, at $15 each. So really with the five sessions, if you take all five, you get one for free for the $60 uh, for the entire uh, five-week session. 
or you can do it at, at $15 a week. But we've also seen, because it's virtual, you know, take the five weeks, but then you could split it up or you could have some of your staff members that would watch one week, maybe other staff members another week. Maybe you choose different departments that fit the topic of that week. Uh, you can have groups that watch it on a screen for that price. Uh, uh, it, we, we're making it very easy for them to... Uh, to uh, watch it and and uh, and learn things, but uh, yeah, it's got the flexibility that you could really bring in the players that you want to learn this, uh, and there'd be Q and A at every session naturally. Uh, and uh, the nice thing is that we can't answer all the questions because we're anticipating 250, maybe up to 300 people attending these sessions. Uh, we will follow up with the speakers to answer all your questions that you put on uh, our, our question board uh, during the sessions each week. Man, it might be the best uh, $60 that your community has ever spent. Again, the 2021 Rural Summit coming up starting the week of May 5th for five consecutive weeks. Very simple to engage in the conversation. And uh, like Steve said, interact with speakers, get your questions answered. WIRuralPartners.org. Get signed up today. WIRuralPartners.org.